Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. JLab Audio is personal tech designed for you that fits your life, looks cool, and offers surprisingly awesome value. Imagine the products and features you actually want and make sure the entire experience of owning them is a great one. A new legacy in sound. JLab's new luxury over-ear headphones. Seamlessly blending innovation and lab-quality sound. Over here at Fake Doctors, real friends, we love our JLab Audio headphones. They feature over 70 hours of playtime, four different colorways to choose from, and three noise control modes. Use Real Friends for 25% off your order. Visit jlab.com to find your kind of tech. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval term. Apply. Did you know the all-new Target Circle is the free and easy way to get the most deals at Target? Now, when you shop in-store or online, Target Circle deals will be automatically applied at checkout. Plus, with unlimited same-day delivery, Target Circle 360 is the fastest way to get your order to your door or someone else's. Right now, sign up for Target Circle 360 for just $49 for your first year of membership. And when you pay with your Target Circle card, you can save an extra 5% your way every day. Visit Target.com Circle or the Target app for more details. Same-day delivery is subject to terms. Applies to orders over $35. For 5% discount, restrictions apply. See program rules in-store or at Target.com slash CircleCard. Hi, Donald. Y'all like Lil Nas X? Yeah. Yes. I don't really know too much about him other than the I two. I love this boy. Oh, oh really? Yes. Gosh. Yes. That song oh, he got right now, You Need an Instantly. That shit is fire. And yep. people throw dirt on your names. I know. <laughs> but it's hard to do love and never do past mistakes and people throwing that shit is fire since 10 i was feeling lonely had friends but they was picking on me and i can't understand what he says but then he gets deep with it <laughs> he, he gets does. deep with it he's like these gay feelings used to haunt me i wish God would take him from me. That shit is fire, dude, That's man. Good. Like really he, good music he speaks video. truth, right, dude? He mm-hmm. speaks truth mm-hmm. through his music. Does he man. ride a pole to hell in this one? In this music video? Not in this one. Not in this one. No, he does not. But that cracked me up. We talked about that a little bit yesterday. You guys yeah. don't know it yet, but we shot some stuff in a Hyundai, mm. and uh, and we talked about. It was um, fun yesterday. We drove yeah, around LA. The episode, we don't know when it's going to air, right, Joel? 
Uh, I think it's the 22nd or the 25th that week. We, sometime. we did a special episode where we drove around uh, Los Angeles, the four of us. We took the show on the road. Mm-hmm. And, we, took the uh, show on a, we got to all be in the same vicinity together for the first time. I know. In you know, before, a long time, before really. All this, really nice. Before this quarantine mm-hmm. happened, our plan, as we've told you, was to be in a studio. And then pandemic hit literally. L.A. shut down the day we were supposed to start. And we all ended up doing it over Zoom. And then this was the very first episode we've all ever done in the same space in a car. It's amazing. I'm so happy that we. I'm so happy that we got to do it. I and laughed I a lot yesterday. I laughed so me much. Too. I was about to say. I think you guys too. are going to enjoy the ride. Also, uh, we videoed it. Yes, it's all on. We put it on video. So maybe you guys will see it up on another site. Yeah, I or think we should. Like um, I think we should put it on YouTube. I agree. I mean, don't you? The, well, if the people show up and watch it, we can do this often. You know what I mean? Well, I just thought it was cool. You know, we've people have been asking for video, and mm. here it's just shitty Zoom video. So it's like, I guess we could put that up also. Daniel has all the recordings, so we could maybe one day <laughs> all do of them. That. You do, all right? Of them. Oh yeah. Don't don't erase them. No. But for, but <laughs> never. For, oh my god. But for my focus keeps changing on this camera. Because you, you got that Stay HD, on me. you got that Stay on me, H- baby. HD, you got that HD, son. I wish I could talk to the autofocus and like, baby, the focus should be here, girl. <laughs> you got that 4K HD, baby. Um, anyway, so we shot the whole thing with GoPros and um, and uh, so maybe we'll uh, put it up on YouTube because we, we have it and it'll be fun. Yeah, but we talked about Little Nas X and him riding down the stripper pole into hell. Yeah. Uh, at one point, I, I think that was after. No, I this just, was in your house after we yeah, were laughing. Yeah, that's right. About that it. wasn't my house. Because I house. sent you a meme. <laughs> yeah, of that a guy. little of that of that guy talking about how it was offensive and everything. And the minute little Nas X jumps onto the stripper pole, you hear. Oh my God, Jesus! Um, I don't know that you <laughs> need to do the sound effect of masturbation with your mouth, but okay, now we have that. Daniel, I'm gonna need that in the sound pad. Oh. Give me a clean track of it, Dan- Donald. Here we go. Ready for the sound pad? Here we go. Here we go. Let me take the headphones off. Really lay it down like you're an artist. No, I'm not getting enough. <laughs> oh, I don't need the <laughs> orgasm noise. You don't want the orgasm. I guess you did it into the H6 mic, so I'll have it clean. Dan gonna, I'm going to need that nice and juicy. It'll yeah. be like, um, what do they call it? ASMR? It'll be like mm-hmm. masturbation mm-hmm. ASMR. Do you remember the one Do you remember okay. the one that Howard Stern had on his show where we're just, oh, 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 yeah. oh, oh, oh. That's where Gurgle Gurgle came from. It was like, Is that what? <laughs> actually, I think Gurgle Gurgle was Tracy Morgan on the Howard Stern show going, Gurgle, Gurgle, Gurgle. <laughs> Joelle had to take off her headphones. She can't take Joelle, it. did you take a headphone break? I did. Just a little one. Just a little one. I'm sorry, Joelle. Yo, I had a I had partially of a I had part of a rap written for this yeah, episode. Oh yeah. Freaking I don't know where the page went. I went to what? start because I, oh I started God. it. We can't with, even blame it on weed anymore because you don't smoke weed anymore. I We're started notes it, fam. I started it with, I know, right? Instead of doing it on paper. I started it and then you know, I was like, all right, I'm happy with this for the opening. Now I got to watch the show. And, you know, that was days ago that I started it. And then I watched the show and I was like, damn. But this is this is going to come. This isn't going to be in sequence, right? Uh, you know, you'll have you'll have some time before this episode airs. OK, so maybe I'll send it to you guys. If you I, guys wanna... I really think, you know, the fans are clamoring for more raps from you, Donald. OK, so if, if I can figure it out, here goes the recap. At some point, I'll do. We'll do something like that, and then I'll what send an it to Daniel. I was at Donald's house yesterday um, when his daughter, my goddaughter, lost her very first tooth. She did. Oh, 
Oh, she and did. I, I, oh my God. I felt so excited that I got to be there for that moment. Speaking of teeth, my dog bit Joel yesterday too. Yeah, oh, Donald's dog also bit Joel. It's a very dog biting month for this family. Right. Yes. Although Joelle, even though you got nipped at, you did not get a Rottweiler on your thigh. I was gonna say afterwards. I was thinking as we were coming back. I was thinking like, oh man, at least it wasn't on the thigh. Like, I can't even because it hurt pretty bad for like a second. I'm fine now. It's okay. But Joelle, I can't imagine on your sue. thigh. Let's sue. I'll be your lawyer. I don't got no money, Joelle. <laughs> I send all my kids. I send all my kids to private school. I don't got no money, Joelle. Well, anyway, you back can to sue me, but I don't. It's pay. healing up pretty great. It's like we're, we're almost your there. Your dog did to her. Oh my goodness. Oh my Listen. gosh. Well, on back to the positive thing. It was so sweet when she lost her tooth, and then she was after her tears were done. She was walking around showing showing us all her lower jaw over and over the again. Best part. It was very cute. Did she the got tooth fairy money. come through? Oh yeah, the tooth. What did fairy... the tooth fairy bring? The Tooth Fairy bought her twenty dollars. Oh wow! Good. A tooth is so much more now. That's a generous Tooth Fairy. And and the 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 twenty dollars was sprinkled with fairy dust all over. Oh, I couldn't tell. She's young enough to believe in the Tooth Fairy, right? I couldn't. I was cut that, Daniel. Because if she listens to this, I don't want that to. She definitely believes in the Tooth Fairy, dude. Okay, but why is your daughter listening to the podcast when we're talking about the dirtiest shit ever? Because I'm always with them. They don't know what the fuck we're talking about. Like, they might be like, we oh, cursed. Did that you fuck. just did a fucking masturbation sound with your fucking mouth. They have no look. idea what masturbation is or freaking the sound of masturbation, ass face. Masturbate. I could you called me pull twat up. ears last episode. They don't know what a twat is, dude. Come on. All right. When you, you start saying so funny, when you start saying shit, you're like, the tooth fairy. Dude, I'm worried about that. I'm worried about Santa Claus. I'm worried about all. We got to stop. Just stop. Just stop. Okay. We don't have to cut that, Dan. I'm going to make sure that they don't listen to this episode. Yeah, no, just make sure. I just think it's hilarious that you are fine with them hearing you yell at me that I, my name is Twat Ears. That's the best nickname ever. But you're worried about <laughs> the Tooth Fairy being outed as fake. <laughs> no, because I was at your house and I was, I was like, oh, Tooth Fairy. I was like talking up the Tooth Fairy and I just couldn't read from her face if she was who is, down. Who was that reporter that was so worried at like 11 o'clock at night whenever her show came on that kids were watching? Watching and that somebody said that Santa was black. What was her name again? Because she had a, a NBC show or something like that. Oh, I know who you're talking about. She, right. she was a Fox Not News Megan reporter. Kelly, wasn't yeah, it? Megyn yeah, Kelly. Yeah, Megyn Kelly. Kelly. <laughs> she was so worried that at 11 o'clock, when her show was on, that some kid was going to be up and <laughs> I'd be terrified. Oh, and the fact be that terrified Santa was black. <laughs> of the fact that Santa was black. That shit was it's like, oh my gosh! Hilarious because in my house, Santa was definitely black. Santa, hell no yeah, white, Santa. B- Listen, Santa <laughs> in my house, Jesus is black. All right. Yes. So what you talking about? <laughs> what you talking about? He was like, a Middle Eastern Jew. Don't tell anyone, okay? Listen. Oh, see, I... well, see, <laughs> see, in Zach's house, Jesus is a Middle Eastern in, Jew. In everyone's in the house. Bible. In everyone's house, Jesus <laughs> oh, is a Middle oh, Eastern and... Jew. <laughs> Um, speaking of reporters, Donald and I are doing an interview after this with a very fancy reporter from the Washington yeah. Post. That'll be fun. That's how that's how fancy our podcast has gotten. The Washington Post wants to interview us, Donald. That's crazy. Don't say anything embarrassing like twat ears. I mean, if she brings it up. No, she's not going to bring it up. <laughs> if she's like, well, what do you guys have any names that are like, do you have any names, like terms that are terms of endearment towards each other? And I'd be like, yeah, twat ears. 
Oh, um, boy. Yeah, let's not do that. Let's be on our best behavior in front of the Washington Post reporter. I thought she was going to come on the show like the last time we had a reporter, but I think yeah. that she just wants to talk to us off the off the proverbial air. Mm. She wants to get the scoop before Family Feud. Right. Family Feud. Um, I saw the tra- – there's a trailer. I, I retweeted a, a trailer for it. Um, Joelle, I saw you did too. That's exciting. We're still not allowed to answer. You're back on Twitter? Uh, I slipped a little bit and did a couple of retweets, I have to say. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to get back off. I, I, it's like, it's like I fell off the wagon Twitter. for a second. Yeah. I've always done promotional Twitter. But yeah. no, I did, I did. I was bored the other day and found myself looking at what was trending. By the way, I watched that fight last night because you told me to watch that <laughs> oh fight. That was the most ridiculous thing. I've, I'm so mad I gave those men 50 bucks. Well, I, I mean, that was fucking ridiculous. I will say this. Floyd is what? a older gentleman now and so he's not necessarily you know i mean let's put it this way he puts on a great show because in my opinion i feel like he could have started the fight the way he did the whole thing and instead he let it i mean he could have started the fight the way he finished the fight in between round three and eight it was clear that floyd was dominating and this kid was outclassed but Floyd being the businessman and the showman that he is, one, it went eight rounds. Two, he was very nice at the end of the thing. I'd love to see what Logan Paul does against a heavyweight now. Um, and- no, I don't know anything about boxing, but uh, uh, I learned a little bit from asking people. So did, did Logan Paul – it's Logan or Jake that was the- – Logan. It was Logan Paul, well, Did yes, Logan right. do a good job? I mean, for, for an amateur, he did last eight rounds, right? <laughs> Listen, for 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 the show that we paid for, he did great. I would like to see him fight another heavyweight. The thing is, compared to you, me, Daniel, and Joel, he's Definitely a phenomenal that. fighter. You know really? what I mean? Sure. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Oh, see, I, don't know, us, I, don't, I don't know anything. I saw that he was ripped, and I saw that he didn't get killed. So I just, I just, I just, I don't know anything about it. But he, he's, he's, you're saying he's him got, and his brother. You're saying him, he's got real potential. Him and his brother both have skills to actually win fights. The thing is, they're taking fights that are money grabs, right. which yeah, is fine. That. He's a business which man. is fine. He's a business. I'm a man. business man. Because the minute they lose, the trains, the tr- the gravy trains over, and the money's over. But they definitely have recognized. Okay, if we play bad guy, we're gonna get oh, a lot of money. They are they are so fine. You know, I never met. I've never met them. I've never seen anyone so okay with being the villain. They're like yeah. they're like WWF um, uh, bad guy wrestlers from it the. It pays boys, really well. I know. You know what I mean. You might have but a lot of people life, that hate you. They're like you. bad guys in, in, in from the WWE or F, whatever you call it these days. Like, but in mm-hmm. real life, they're just fine being like the troll. That yes. makes that makes a lot of money. I know. You know what I mean? How much it do you think they each? What are they saying? They I each know Mayweather got a hundred million last night for that fight. Mayweather did. Mm. Yeah. And then what did yeah. what did Logan make? I have no idea. Logan Paul had a guaranteed two hundred fifty thousand and ten percent of the pay per view viewings. So then he definitely got paid. Joel, can you Google yeah. what, what, what they're saying? I don't know if it's out the yet. Earnings were, for just, sure. that, that is the answer. I just told you. He had guaranteed 250000 and then 10%. Daniel, I don't know why you turned up the sassafras. I'm curious Sorry. what 10% <laughs> of the purse was. Oh, I don't know. Well, if... if, well, ten, if I don't know let's if they'll say release this. that. Do you think they'll release that? I don't know. If All I know is if if Mayweather got $100 million, I'm sure he got the $100 million from the pay per view. Probably. So that would mean that Logan gets 10-ish or something. Dude, yeah. knock me the fuck out for Tim. Look, man, listen, I get it, dude. 
All these would cats that are going. Would you take a punch from not from from like a like a a, a boxer in your weight class um, for ten? Fuck no, no, I weigh too much. No, 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 no. But I put on. Listen, I I feel like everybody out there. If somebody said twenty million dollars to go on TV and I'll act. Look, even if you whiff and miss. I'll make that shit look like you got me good and the legs will go out and everything and I'll fall flat on my face for $20 million? Well, Are you, you kidding 20. me? We're thinking, we're thinking it's probably 10. Let's just keep it regular. For $10 million. Keep it a buck. For $10 right, million. But I'm saying like, now I, someone told me, my trainer actually told me that May, Mayweather's not known for knocking people out. Correct. No, not not not, that, not lately. His, that doesn't mean that younger, his, that doesn't did. mean his punch wouldn't hurt like hell. But it sounds like Mayweather's not going to knock you out for ten million. As he got older, he stopped knocking people out and became more of a technical fighter and outclassed yes. people. So would you go in the ring with Mike Tyson for ten million? Fuck you, no. <laughs> I'd kill you. You die. No. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And Mike Tyson's a, a nice person outside of the ring. When he sees you, he's it's all love and everything like that. But there's a switch that turns on, right, and a fight is a fight is a fight, yeah, dude, and he off. will fuck you up. I was going to say, just as a quick side note, this episode actually comes out after Family Feud premieres. This oh. one does, but not the interview. Mm-hmm. Well, not the... Yes. Right, but that person's not here right now. So I'm just saying, if you wanted to tell people how you felt about Family Feud, oh, you're saying you could can, tell them. We can talk about Family Feud. I'm saying at this point, we could talk about it if you wanted to. If you wanted, are you to. sure that it comes out after Family yeah. Feud? Yeah, well, because mm-hmm. the episode that's coming out tomorrow, I sent to you guys in your inbox. But then the episode that's coming out next Tuesday is this one. Oh, when does so Family Feud? When does our Family Feud air? Sunday. Sunday, this Sunday, this upcoming Sunday. Oh, wait, this shoot. coming Sunday? Yes, this the coming 13th. Sunday. The 13th. I'm not good with dates. That's did everybody okay. watch us last night on oh. Family? Or did everybody watch us this weekend on Family Feud? And even did you, you see how we did? It's on Hulu now. It's releasing the next day on Hulu on Monday. So wow, even damn, if you didn't you did see the it live, research. well, if you didn't see us on Family Feud, you can watch it on Hulu. Did you guys mm-hmm. like us on Family Feud? We're winners. Big time. Big time. It was kind of a bloodbath. It felt it was, unfair at the end. It was. It was uncomfortably. We really rocked them. We rocked. I them had good. one really dumb answer. I, I so panicked. did I. Well, what happens is after the first, after the most obvious ones get up there, now you're down to like, what did one random mm-hmm. three random people say out of a hundred? Totally. It's very hard to guess what that is. I, right. I didn't read, and so you your brain goes, okay, these are the three things I can think of would be the mm-hmm. answer. What is, what's the, and then you just, and then there's Steve Harvey looking at you. You don't want the timer to run out and you just kind of blurt out what comes to your mind. And mine was so bad. Well, at least you didn't, you know, say that. An alligator would help you get out of the zoo. California oh, was a city and an alligator would help you get out of the zoo. <laughs> didn't matter. Didn't matter because Los Angeles was the answer. I just have to tell you that moment when we're waiting for that number that to appear awful. on the fast so- money. That was one of the most exciting moments of my entire life was Agreed. seeing that you being like Los Angeles, put it on the board and just being like, we need 38 points. And then 44 <laughs> pops up. Oh, like, my God. Yes! That was the best. That was the best. I, you know, I was like, thank God. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I didn't think we were going to I didn't think we were going to win uh, towards the end. When we got to Fast Money, I didn't think we were going to win because I just didn't think we had enough points. And then when we won, oh, I was so happy. Oh, hell yeah. Amazing. You both had great fast money rounds. I mean, I know there was no. I had answers, I had like, two good answers in the fast money rounds. But that's I all forgot. you needed. What was the one I I blanked on? I forgot there was one I didn't get at all. Ooh, I don't um, know. Oh man, 
I, I wish forgot, I would have watched so episode fun. last night. What's funny <laughs> is that everybody who's watching this is like, I just watched it. How did they not? Remember? I know we <laughs> haven't watched it because <laughs> it <was forever> ago. <laughs> we're recording this before we before it's been wa- aired. But I'm going to watch it with my family. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going uh, that, to. That's uh, my family's going to be in town. That'd be fun. Oh, I think it was the question like, what in what would you describe as like a wreck? Or something. Oh yes. right, I think and that was another was. one that I got wrong. I said car. You said and then, car, and then underneath my breath, I said I should have said my Your life, life. Yeah. and that was the number one answer. Uh, car was wow. still a good answer. Car was a I great answer. Just, just, yeah, but it was I, like eight. Did points. I not even get anything yeah. out? I I didn't get anything out. Yeah, but that was that very surreal. And oh, um, and we got we won. What, was it twenty five thousand dollars? Twenty five thousand yeah. dollars for charity. Stop AAPI hate. For uh, stop AAPI hate, um, so I feel very good that we get to give that money to them. And um, gosh, fun was had by all. It really was. Steve Harvey is glorious in person. Daniel got to make Steve Harvey do the side eye look. Oh yes, Daniel! Was I was so cool, jealous that Daniel was the only member of, of the team that got to give him the the Steve Harvey look away. I just want to see what that. You know that Bill like. never got to go to the podium. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, because he was our fifth. Because he was oh, our really? Mm-hmm. He was our closer. Mm-hmm. He was our closer. Oh, that but was we so didn't need fun. a closer because we killed him. I loved having Jill there. <laughs> too. That was so funny. He was great. All right, should we um Enough we, is we, enough. Five, six, seven, eight. Stories about show we made. About a bunch of doctors and nurses and a janitor who loved the hate. I said we've got stories. That was quite a preamble, but we just love each other so much. We have so much to say. <laughs> do you guys want to go to Disneyland? Yes. Yes, I do. Donald and I were thinking about taking, you're like our kids. We were thinking about taking you guys to Disneyland. <laughs> I want to go. Yay. When do we pack our bags? How um, long just, are we staying? Uh, I'm coordinating <laughs> with um, Donald's assistant, Casey. and um, That's my wife, dude. Zach, I love you. I know. I know, Casey's now is not the time. Zach, I love you. I know. That's why we're going to work out a plan. <laughs> hold and... on, hold on, hold on. No, no. We don't have the theme here, song she's yet. here already. Come here. Oh, my gosh. Get on the fucking thing and stop I'm being... having a bad day. Okay. Aww. She said she's having a bad day. Hi. You're having a bad Hi. day? Uh-huh. Yes, you say, my kids ha- are crazy. Oh. I'm sorry. Well, I'm School's out. School's out. Shit sucks. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, motherhood. Yeah. <laughs> You're the best. School's out. Shit sucks. Motherhood. <laughs> you know, I wrote a theme song for you. I don't know if Donald told you. No. I wrote, because you, you become a recurring guest on the show, um, and we often call upon you for parenting advice, I wrote a little theme song that uh, we're going we're gonna to introduce into the show for when we call you onto the show. Oh, I love it. And is then it Donald's gonna, Bill's? Donald is going um, gonna to lay down the, vo- the vocal track. Oh, shit. It's going to yeah. be good. Okay. It's good. It's fire. Um, so you're not going to so, read it to me right now? No, because I don't want to sing it because I, I want it to be produced and awesome okay. when you first hear your theme song. Okay. Um, are you okay? It sounds like your kids are driving you crazy today. Yeah, they're driving me crazy. I'm surprised y'all are even able to record with all the screaming going on. I heard the uh, <laughs> <laughs> Donald went outside to, to be the dad. Uh, I heard the tooth fairy came through huge. Oh, yeah. So huge that, you know, she got $20. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. The, Will the, every tooth the, be as. Um, yeah, now you, you once know, you set the bar high, you got to come through with 20 bucks for every lucrative tooth. teeth. Well, the tooth fairy forgot to get change. Uh, <laughs> you want to know what's even more fucked up? What? Yes. 
I mean, they'll never hear this. You won't. You can't play this. No, he already said he can't because we've already been okay. talking about the Tooth Fairy. So I stole twenty dollars out of their piggy bank. Out of their piggy <laughs> bank. <and gave it. laughs> Oh my gosh, I was over, Casey. You could have taken 20 bucks from me. This is what happens when you lose a tooth after 5 p.m. (laughs) Oh my, that's so funny. I was thinking because I I knew you guys, I was over your house and I was like, do you guys need cash? Do you have cash? I can't believe you had to do that. That's funny. Yeah, but you know what? (sighs) It all comes back to her at some point. You know, Uh, I'm I'm convinced. That's freaking hilarious. I wrote a nice letter and I, and the $20, I, I, put silver and glitter makeup all over it so it Love looks it. like it's sprinkled oh, with fairy you're dust. You're a good mommy. You're yeah. a good mommy. That mom um, could fly if it had happy thoughts. Oh, shit. <laughs> all right. Well, we love you. We love, love you. Too. We'll see Bye. you soon. Good to see you, Casey. Yeah. We really got to lay down her theme song, guys. I'm really feeling yeah. bad about this. You love me still? He said, love me still. Why? Why? <laughs> she Just said no. Him. She said sometimes. Love Aww. me still. Sometimes. All right, we should probably talk about the show Scrubs, bro. Yeah, you know, um, I guess my wife's not happy with me right now. Well, I think it'll be okay. <laughs> I think so, too. Someone did a bit about how they were like, oh, the guy, guy's always upset. Oh, my woman, what to do? My, my girlfriend, my wife, they're so mad at me. And he's like, okay, but she won't be later. <laughs> 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 oh boy! Oh, but she might be. But I think that's be. always oh a good pep talk God. to give yourself when you get in a fight. Like, okay, but she won't be later. Anyway, <laughs> all right, let's talk about Scrubs, bro. My Drive by, directed by Will McKenzie. Yes, and written by Andrew, uh, and written by uh, Angela Nissel. Um, very funny episode. I laughed out loud a bunch of times. Very Donald heavy episode. Lots of very Donald, Donald heavy episode. I, you know, I don't know about. Like the fact that Turk is trying to be modest this whole episode uh, is some bullshit. Yeah, because Turk's not. We've established that he's far from modest this whole. But maybe uh, he's just trying to be contrarian to Cox, who's who's so egotistical in this episode and so cocky, cocky, cocky that maybe I'm just trying to rationalize why they did this. But maybe Turk's like, no, no, I'm not trying to be like you. I'm not trying to be like you. But yeah, I want to get. I don't know. Turk is. You know, Turk is kind of like me in a lot of ways. And so I know how cocky I am when it comes to sports and when it comes to knowing sports and stuff like that. And so Mm -hmm. the fact that Turk is a surgeon and that's like his sport, pretty much, it doesn't make sense that, you know, for the whole series, he's been this cocky little shithead. And now all of a sudden he's like, I'm going to be modest. Right. And I'm not going to, um, you know, after he performed that emergency tracheotomy, he would have ran into the freaking hospital. And yeah. Like, Yo, I saved someone. I right. was on a line. It right. was at the, it was at, you know what I mean? He would have totally gone. Yeah, you're it. right. I don't know why. I don't know why they, I mean, they obviously needed, they wanted to do a story about ego and doctors and ego and humans and ego and how our egos control us. Um, and they, and so they needed, they needed, they needed a ying to Cox's yang. But so maybe that that's the only rationali- rationalization I came up with it that you were like that you were just trying to be different than him and really and, and broadcasting that you had a lot less ego than you actually do. I'm guessing so. I want to get this out of the way right now. Scrubs Wiki says uh, that you can see the camera and the reflection in the balloon. Since uh, when, when do you check Scrubs Wiki? 
Well, when I was today, I was like, let's do a little bit of extra credit. Let's check out and see what Scrubs oh. Wiki. Oh, I, I didn't think you'd ever been on Scrubs Wiki. <laughs> this was, I, I didn't. I just Googled because I was looking for the name of Mr. Hoffner. Who's oh, that Fred guy's Stoller. so hilarious. Right. Fred and I, I, while doing that, it took me to Scrubs Wiki. So I found out that you can see the camera reflection in the balloon when Cox yes. is checking his reflection. And yeah. also, I don't remember this, but Johnny Castle broke both of his legs in a ski accident. In real life, yeah. And so, do they you had remember to... this? I didn't remember this. No, because when this Whoa. came up with him in two casts, I was like, "Where is this coming out of nowhere?" And and I was like, "It's odd." In the, in the show, corpses keep falling on him. That's a plot point. And I was like, "What?" And then and then I saw in Scrubs Wiki that yeah, Johnny Castle broke both of his ankles or legs in a ski I think accident. Ankles in a ski accident. And so they had to, the writers had to cut, write it in. So they wrote in the janitor uh, drawing on his cast, and he's drawing a brothel that I guess the janitor grew up in a brothel? No, he didn't grow up in a brothel. His dad took him to a brothel for his 14th birthday. Yes. And he, he says, I well, asked for a bike, and I got a 48-year-old whore. <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying, oh, no, because we can't say whore anymore? No, no. I, I, I mean, it, I, Oh, shit. No, she is. She's say, saying we can't say horny. Say I was saying, oh, because a fourteen-year-old, forty, it's a lot. A lot is happening in that joke. Oh my god, yeah. Well, and then Kelso recognizes the brothel as drawn on the cast by the janitor. <laughs> <laughs> and the janitor said, Johnny Castle says, um, "I'm going to get it off in a week," and he goes, "No, I just put too much work into this. You can take them off in a month." And yeah. He's like, oh, I'll, I'll talk to the orthopedist. <laughs> yeah. I laughed. Okay, so we we know that uh, JD's having a hard time finding a place to live, and Turk asks him, "Well, what about that guest house?" And you know, the lady's telling him about the house and the owner. And <laughs> yeah. She goes, "There he is, right there." And JD turns around, and the owner's staring at him through the window. Yeah, sizing me up. Sizing him up. <laughs> He's like, oh yeah, he'll be per, he'll do perfect. Yeah, he wants to JD, do things to me. And JD's like, perfect for what? Yeah. <laughs> and then, and that then guy the comes call back, back later. later is hilarious. Where you're sitting, this that's probably the cleanest the cafeteria window has ever been. By the way, in an by the way, uh, this is a funny bit of trivia for you who love. This isn't even on Scrubs Wiki, but I'm going to give you guys, Trevor. You should add this. If you if you're a die if you're a diehard fan of the show, you know those windows that we always put frost on those windows because. They just we didn't want to deal with seeing out, even though it was a real hospital and you can see the road. We always they always had pieces of they were like, you know, giant pieces of plexiglass frost they would put in front of those windows to just not deal with the outside. And oh, I know why they would put lights outside there and blast the light through them. Otherwise, you'd see them. And in this episode, all of a sudden the frost is in there. And I'm like, why did Will McKenzie make the unique choice to remove the frost in this episode? And then I I just backed into it. Oh, it's for the joke with that guy outside the window. That shit had me rolling. Your references came in. Up and I go, I didn't give you any references. <laughs> <laughs> that guy is hungry for some JD ass. Quark, <laughs> twat ears. Um, the thing no, that I think it was made pretty me clear laugh. that he wanted, he did not want the gene. He wanted. JD. I didn't say he wanted the gene. He said he wanted your twat ears. <clears throat> anyway, he's fuck my ears. Yeah, no, I think he wanted anus. Perhaps. Good thing. Good thing your kids aren't listening to this episode. Right, well, we <laughs> on account of the now. tooth fairy. On account of the tooth fairy. 
Um, Johnny does a great job with his big monologue in the opening. I mean, that monologue must be over a page long. Easily. So, he's so good at that. It's his specialty, those epic long monologues. And he's very funny. He calls himself Jesus H. Cox. Yeah. <laughs> he goes there. I wonder how many like religious people are like, oh, well, that's it for me and Scrubs. Yeah, I'm sure. And uh, But luckily they had a Loma to balance them out and represent mm. them. Hmm. No doubt. Um, I, I thought it was really, this whole scooter bit with Kelso, I thought was so funny. And the I was going to say that. I was like, this is one time where the C storyline probably was the funniest storyline in the whole show, if you right. ask me. Every time that scooter was in a scene, first of all, First of all, Bill used to call when 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 a, when a character who has a supporting part like like Todd or or you know anyone who he would call their lines sort of like drive-bys, meaning meaning they would kind of keep walking, say a line, and and walk out like a like a like a drive-by. And so this episode's called my drive-by because Kelso has all these hilarious lines as he's quite literally driving by on the scooter. And uh, I think you know Kelso was. I think Bill just kind of leaned into the idea that Ken was amazing at doing sort of drive-by jokes. And so this episode is he's saying the funniest shit as he's literally driving by on the scooter. It was great. I thought the janitor also stealing the scooter and then painting it was hilarious. And then at the end, when JD finds the scooter in the trash can and he's yeah. driving through the hallway and he literally says doing a gangster lean. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I don't think JD knows what a gangster lean is. Though. I know. He'd probably seen it in rap videos or something. But I, I thought that when I drive that thing into the cart of all the th stuff, I laughed out loud. I Man, I'm such a sucker Listen, for a physical comedy. That just I don't necessarily know what a gangster lean is. I just know that it was from that song. This one's for my homies. See you in... I get there in that gangster lean, in that gangster lean. I thought a gangster lean, and forgive me for being naive, it's what I was just, when we were framing up the shot of you in the car yesterday, it's when sort of one hand up with a big lean, with a big lean back, the seat is all the way low and back. That's what I, I remember seeing that, in like the rap video. That's like if kid. you're in a car and you're, but I don't know if that's what a gangster lean is. We should ask Scrubs Wiki. Maybe they he doesn't, know. He doesn't know. <laughs> we should have a segment called Ask a Gangster. <laughs> you don't want that smoke, dog. You don't want that smoke. All right. Well, all I'm saying is I thought gangster lean was a thing in the car, like like when like in Boys in the Hood, when they would like put the seat all the way low like back. Like in Boys in the Hood. Listen mm. to him. I love that movie. That movie's amazing. Classic film. Yeah. That movie's amazing. Yeah, fuck yeah, it's amazing. I mean, that is great directed filmmaking. by the late great John Singleton. Oh, of course, watched, it's amazing. I watched um, um, Mud Mudbound. Is that the movie, Joelle? I was talking mm -hmm. to you yesterday about. Yeah. Oof! I'd never seen it. That that is a powerful movie. Yes, it is. If you're looking it's a for a Matthew McConaughey joint, right? No, no, no. No. You're thinking of just Mud. Uh, D. Reese is that the filmmaker? Yes. Yes. This is Mary J. Blige and Carrie Mulligan. Mary J. Blige? I didn't know Mary J. Blige could act like that. She's wonderful yeah. in this movie. Got skills. And um, Carrie Mulligan, it's very good. Beautifully photographed. Very upsetting. But if you like a dark drama like I do, check out Mudbound. Can I say something and not sound like a creep? Yes, go ahead. I got a little crush on Carrie Mulligan, dude. Oh, that's okay. Know. Yeah, she, who doesn't? She's amazing. Where did your crush develop? From her la latest movie? From her latest movie. Yeah. The one, what's it called? The 
um, with Bo Burnham and um, yeah, what's it called, Joel? The one, uh, uh, the woman, promising young woman. Uh, promising promising young woman. Young woman. Oh my yeah. gosh, she's very talented. Very, very talented. I've always um, uh, fancied her, as the British say. Well, I did. I I shouldn't say this is the movie. The movie that really I got a crush on her was was the one uh, Gary Llewellyn. Whatever that was, it Gary Llewellyn uh, uh, Davis. Llewell- yeah, that's a oh. uh, Cullen Brothers movie. Um, Llewell- Inside Llewellyn Davis. Inside yeah, Llewellyn. Llewellyn Davis. Yeah, that's just dope. You've never seen Atonement, probably, but that's the movie that I first Woo! saw. Her. That's one of my favorite that movies. Wild. But I don't want to sound like a creep, so she's a really good actress. Why can't? Why do you sound like a creep if you say you find an actress beautiful? Because <laughs> I'm married. Your wife doesn't allow you to say that actress is beautiful? She'll make me sleep on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we have to hide this episode from both your wife and your kids now. Now we do. The tooth fairy for your kids and Carrie Mulligan for your wife. All right. <laughs> um, wait. So let's talk about this Sarah storyline, which is so funny. Sarah, uh, Elliot wants to, she likes this guy. He's doing a really great job, by the way. He's very good. Uh, Mm -hmm. Josh Randall as Jake. He's very likable and funny. And she doesn't want to sleep with him because she wants, she really feels like this relationship has potential and she doesn't want it to go awry by sleeping with him too quickly. And so she keeps trying to ruin the moment by having someone around me. Yeah. So there are multiple times where I laughed out loud because they're on the couch together and then you reveal that I'm there with them. Her ex-boyfriend. Is My, the, the thing that cracked me up is was like when he was like, I wish I could have sat up front with you. And you said, you go, well, you should have called shotgun faster. <laughs> no, the first time was we're all watching um, a sexy movie together. What movie? Yeah, with it? Kathleen Turner. What's that movie? A oh, Body Heat. I've never seen Body Heat, but I guess it's right. a steamy movie. And you, and you go, Kathleen Turner has dynamite. Um, Nerps. 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 Yeah. <laughs> I never, uh, first of all, is that a move that people really do? Like put on a sexy movie to like get turned on? I, I don't think I've ever done that. With a, that never somebody. works. That never works. You put like, on a oh, sexy Oh, I don't know. Let's, let's Netflix and chill and watch nine and a half weeks. Like I've never no, been someone no, who's done no, that. no, no, no. You watch something that you are not going to watch. You don't put on a good movie if you're going to Netflix and chill. You put something on that you really I know, don't. but like, like let's watch John Carter. Yeah, let's do it. Stuart Little, too. Um, I, um, well, I just think it's funny. I know, I know Body Heat is a sexy movie. I've never seen it, but I think it's funny that that's what we've all chosen to watch, the three of us. But what about then later at the end when they finally start making out and like she mounts him and he's like grabbing her ass and then you cut and I'm in the corner. You're I'm like, still I'm sitting like, I'm like, I guess I should get going. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, can you imagine this was real and I'm really her ex-boyfriend and I'm just sitting there watching the make out? It's like it's so weird. But I laughed lot, really hard but... at Elliot being able to swallow her whole fist. Now, why is that internal? Gosh, I don't understand. Are you kidding why... me? Are you kidding me? No, I know the me? fellatio thing, but isn't the fellatio thing? I'm going to say this so PG, you guys. Just wait, watch this. <laughs> oh, the fellatio thing to me um, is related to the throat, not the physical mouth. I don't understand right, why people are so turned fit, on. Because if you could fit a fist down your throat, she doesn't fit it down her throat. She puts it in her. Everyone's turned on by the. No, she, she can, says she can swallow. Her fist. I thought it was she could fit her whole fist in no, her mouth. No, she could swallow her fist. Joelle, you guys are like, and you guys are like. the actual words of the thing is. She can I swallow think her JD fist? I JD asked her, can you swallow your whole fist? And she's like, yeah. 
and the guys are all like, I know, time. there's no way. I can't believe this was on <laughs> that's prime time. This is hilarious that the, all of the guys are like, there's no way she could do it. I don't think, I don't believe she could do it. First of all, everyone <laughs> appears out of nowhere. <laughs> it's nowhere. so funny. <laughs> everyone just appears. And then, and then we all, as a group, as like a choreographed group of dancers, we all move in close to see if she's going to do it. <laughs> I was confused by it because I don't understand why everyone was so impressed that she could fit a fist in. in no, um, it's because she can swallow it. Okay. So she could swallow a fist. What I just else can't believe that we got, a fa- we got a fellatio. No, we got a deep throat joke on television. We got a deep television. throat joke yeah. on, on, on NBC yeah. primetime. You tried something to keep me, it PG, but no, that's what it is. NBC, I don't, I don't, something tells me um, that NBC probably wouldn't air a, a deep throating joke today. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> You're missing out, NBC. <laughs> NBC, it's out. what the people want, NBC. It's what the people want. <laughs> Um, we learned that when Sarah's uh, Sarah's form of, of sex is uh, to be on top with her eyes closed yelling, don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. And then she tells Judy, Carla, that sex is disgusting. <laughs> like the and then Carla's like, Car- no, Carla goes, Carla goes, yeah, it is. And then she looks at Turk and she's like, no, it's not. <laughs> but first of all there were all these episodes where jd and elliot were together seemingly having some pretty passionate sex so i don't i don't understand why maybe this maybe well, jd's the one that reveals her go-to position i know but i don't understand elliot in those makeout scenes seemed to be a, 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 an exciting fun lover yeah, but then the clothes come off, and then she's not. Oh, that's why her clothes are on. Okay, you're yeah. saying the second she's naked, she reverts. She's like, don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> she's sex. all good up until she's naked. All right. now She's the, the type hard... of girl that has sex with her T-shirt on. Yes. By the way, when she pushes Jake in, the, in her whole hallway, for those of you that like funny trivia, you, you, we see that the door is, is a very super wide hospital door. It's meant to be an apartment building, but it's so clearly the hospital that someone <laughs> painted the door because it's like wide enough for a wheelchair giant <laughs> hospital door. <laughs> How about when the fucking janitor licks the skid mark from the scooter and, and tastes it? Uh. And he goes, four, please. He's in the elevator. He can tell by the skid mark taste the, 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 the scooters on the fourth floor. <laughs> <laughs> that had me laugh out loud. Oh, fucking. Oh, man. How about, okay, we didn't talk about this. The fact that the guys and then Jordan and Cox bet on old people walking down the hall as a yeah. race. Yeah. Like it's a race. Yeah, you got to liven up the, the boring time at the hospital. I hear that, man. Racing. Um, how about, first of all, the guy that you save with the tracheotomy is Jared, who was our uh, office PA at the time. Yes, yes. I think it's his second cameo on the show. Um, Let me see what else. He went from like he's a producer now, like full fledged, right? Yeah. Well, this was so many years ago. I hope that he would. But it's just interesting. It's well, you know, some people don't climb the ladder, and some people stay pretty stagnant and right. But if one was still a PA after twenty years in Hollywood, things really went awry. (laughs) There's something wrong, dude. If you're still a, let me shut up. Because I'm sure there's a life for PA out there. There are life for PAs. But I bet those life for PAs wish they weren't PAs. Oh, absolutely. I'm sure of it. Or some this real, this, well, PAs. here's the thing, though. This game, the, 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 the PA and AD game really has a lot to do with people hooking you up, too. Like, you know, 
that's something that is a real deal holy field to get from set pa from from base camp pa to set pa to you know to but it's a meritocracy if you are a badass at what you're doing you you will people will keep hiring you and you'll keep getting uh, promoted and then you get in the union and then you can climb if you if you so choose to go the assistant director route you can climb up in the dga and but um, isn't it like 20 years as a AD before you can actually direct or anything like that unless somebody hooks you up? Well, as we know in Hollywood, there's no, there's absolutely no set path for anything. And I find that most people that go the assistant director route don't normally go the director route. They, they, oh, it's, I always it's... thought that you become an assistant director to, to learn how to direct and to be able to direct. I didn't, I, I thought that's what that was. Just like in the camera thing, you go I'm surprised from... you think that because it's very often a different part of the brain. It's a, it's an organizational, um, um, sort of conductor of, of, of time and people thing, as opposed to the creative side of, of directing. Well, that's a good question to ask out there. You guys can, you know, I'm sure if you are an assistant director and you're listening to this, you can comment on, both of our Instagram. I don't mean. I don't mean, of course, that there aren't assistant directors with aspirations to become directors, but it. But it isn't a. It isn't a traditional uh, route to go. Okay. Like somebody said to me, I just want to direct, and they were an AD, and I was like, Well, why don't you just? Why didn't you go to school for directing? Then, if that's the case, like, you know, well, you can. You're definitely right next to the director all the time, and you can watch. And and uh, I just find that um, it, it it's sort of um, being an assistant director is 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 um a different part of the brain than than the creative part of directing it's 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 people that are so skilled at organizing and 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 scheduling yeah i guess so because people because you go from ad to upm usually right um you can go that way or some some eventually produce um but a lot of people become career first ad's it's you can make a really good living you you actually get um you actually get residuals as Mm -hmm. uh, a first ad my buddy is the first AD on all the the Bond movies, and um, I'm sure he makes a very nice living. Good for him. Um, so the bigger the project and the more residuals that are involved, you actually get a cut. So it's a very respectable and very hard um, but rewarding job. Um, all right. Let's talk about the television show Scrubs, Donald. But before I we do laugh- that, let's go to break. Okay. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back after these words. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval term. Apply. 
This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know that feeling when you just have something you need to get off your chest? It's like a rain cloud following you around in your life. People all carry around different stressors, big and small. Everyone has stress, but we all handle it differently. When you keep your emotions bottled up, it can start to affect you negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. We talk all the time about how much therapy has benefited us. Therapy isn't just for those who have experienced a major life trauma. Therapy can help everyone with daily challenges with friends, family, and other relationships. If you're thinking of starting therapy, you should start with BetterHelp. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash real friends today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash real friends. Have you tried the new Target Circle? It's the same program you know and love, now with automatic deals. Did you know the all-new Target Circle is the free and easy way to get the most deals at Target? Now, when you shop in-store or online, Target Circle deals will be automatically applied at checkout. And try the new Target Circle 360. It's for the VIP Target shoppers with unlimited same-day delivery. Target Circle 360 is the fastest way to get your order to your door or someone else's. Right now, sign up for Target Circle 360 for just $49 for your first year membership. That's $50 off the regular price. And when you pay with your Target Circle card, you can save an extra 5% your way every day. Visit Target.com slash Circle or the Target app for more details. Same day delivery is subject to terms. Applies to orders over $35. For 5% discount, restrictions apply. See program rules in store or at Target.com slash Circle card. And we're back. We are so back right now. I am so back. (laughs) (laughs) I laughed out loud and wrote the letters LOL at you doing the victory dance on the counter. Did you? When you learned that next year was not a leap year and you were right (laughs) and and off camera, we see you, we hear that you've leapt from a standing position onto the counter. Turk has a dance that he does when he's correct, when he's right. I love Turk, that. Turk also has a very big. Um, what do you call it when you can jump high from us from without a? He run? has hops. He has hops. Ups no, or yeah. hops? Same thing. But would you say, oh man, Donald has big ups? No, but you could big up somebody. Or big up to the. Okay. You know what I mean, he got hops, or he got leaps. He can leap, or she can leap. In or... the basketball world, when you're training. Um, the, the, you definitely want to develop your ability to jump high without a without a a, a, a run step. I imagine. Yeah, that's your vertical. Your vertical yeah, your leap. vertical, your vertical leap. Turk has a very good vertical leap. He has a yeah. It's probably forty two inches. I imagine forty two, fifty, something like that. Okay. He could probably dunk a basketball when he was younger. Yes, like you. <laughs> Just like me, yeah. Just like you could dunk, it, right? When I was younger, yeah. Let's talk about the gallbladder and Mister yes. Hoffner. Yes, that one, Fred Stoller, uh, the man could just read the alphabet and I'd giggle. He's so funny. He made me laugh really, he makes me laugh really hard. Uh, and it all goes back to, no, you the, the chicken. The chicken. <laughs> the chicken. No, but you the, the chicken. Yeah. Well, now he doesn't know if he wants his gallbladder out. Cox is tired of explaining them. He wants you to come in cocky and confident 
And you're just being contrarian and saying, no, I'm not going to do that. That's not me right now. He says, I'm capable. Turk says, I'm capable. When asked, are you a good surgeon? I'm capable. Are you a good surgeon? (laughs) (laughs) That's how you read it. Why do I need a gallbladder? Chicken. You know the chicken. Chicken. (laughs) Fred Stoller. Very funny man. Very funny. Um. Now, Kelso built a ramp on the roof. Yeah. Now, did anyone help him or was Kelso up there building the ramp? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's got, it must have some structural integrity because a very heavy scooter is going to drive up it. Yes. He didn't just lean a piece of plywood. I mean, no, he, built, no, no. he built a he ramp. He built a ramp. He built a ramp. <laughs> Do you think Ted built the ramp? Yeah, that would have been funny. They should have cut to Ted hammering it. But the janitor has figured out his uh, his plan and um, and parks Kelso's car. They really dropped that scooter through that that car. Yeah, most of our effects are practical on Scrubs. Almost all. I mean, what yeah. are you thinking of? It wasn't practical. I mean, there was an occasional well, green screen thing, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's an occasional green screen thing, or you know, but I mean, that was the fun very... of the show is that it was all like real. Like they just would bring in a crane and just drop a fucking scooter through a car <laughs> like right like how do how do you explain that to disney and or nbc well there's this stunt that we're gonna that we have well okay well how are you gonna do that we're just gonna drop a. we're just gonna do it <laughs> i think that was one of the benefits we talked about this in the in the car ride uh yesterday but one of the benefits to being on our own back lot which was just the hospital was we could kind of do whatever we wanted you know if you do that kind of thing on a lot you probably need a lot more permission to do the stuff that we were doing, but we would just do it. I mean, if if it was in the budget, we would do it. Didn't for Christmas one year we built a giant snow mound so people could sled down that shit? It sounds right. You're right. I just remember that the 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 me going in in the Wizard of Oz episode, me going into the the scooter into the puddle and appearing yeah. in the next puddle. That was uh, that was Randall always said that was the most expensive stunt ever. What about didn't they build a sandcastle in the? Yes, yeah, so, and and Bill <laughs> Bill told that story right that he, he they misunderstood how big he wanted it. So when he showed up, there was a full size livable sandcastle in, yeah. the, in, in the parking, parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, uh, and, and they never changed it to be a fantasy. It was it was a livable sandcastle, Donald. Right, you know. So um, the janitor has all these keys, but he's lost one to the mental uh, health ward, and um, and there's a man walking around in a doctor's coat smoking a gavel. I'm, I'm telling you right now, this show is made for stoners, man. Oh it's made God. for stoners. Oh, my God. It's so funny. It definitely <laughs> pairs nicely with Jazz Cabbage. <laughs> but it doesn't Kelso say something like, was he smoking a smoking gavel? A gavel? And, and then Jazz is like, I believe so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then later when the scooter goes off the ramp, he appears on the roof and just watches with them smoking in the gavel. <laughs> Where the fuck did he get a gavel? Why is there a gavel? Know. Why is there even a gavel? In the hospital, what's the use of a gavel? What, if you think about it, what a funny thing a gavel is. Like a, a ceremonial hammer that you bang on, on the table? For order. For order? And why, why is there one? Why did the hospital have a gavel? I don't know. <laughs> is he smoking a gavel? Mm-hmm. So 
I believe so. Oh, I get an. Uh, there's an assisted five for Todd. Probably the only assisted five. Right. Now I don't understand why Todd and you are like occasionally doing cosmetic surgery. I don't think that's very accurate to medicine. Well, it would be accurate if that's all that Todd did, because that makes sense. But this is supposed to be was... like a city hospital, and and yes. I just don't understand why you guys are occasionally. This is like the second or third time there's been a breast augmentation joke with the Todd, and I'm like, yeah. I don't know much about medicine, but I think that's a specific cosmetic well, I know surgeon if, who does that. It's if not Todd like, goes oh, into private the two practice, right. If he goes into private practice, we know what his private practice would be. He would be yes. like, He'd be it would doing be jugs. like penis enlargements, yes. jugs. Anything to do with yes. enlarging genitalia and breasts. Or not just that, or the removal of genitalia. I don't think and, he would do that. He wouldn't be, he wouldn't, he wouldn't want to do uh, removals. You know, right? He'd be, why would He'd you be want too to upset. Rid, why would you want to get rid it's of this perfectly perfect good dong? Piece. It's a perfectly beautiful dong. Can I have it? <laughs> Since you're getting rid of it. <laughs> hey, well, you know. It must hurt so much to have your penis removed. Well, come on, man. You don't know. You're under, probably. No, I don't mean you're not under. I'm just saying even if you're happy that you've gotten it removed because it's your choice, I would imagine there's a lot of pain for a while. And a major yeah. appendage has been cut off. It has yeah. to be. Yeah, yeah. It has to be painful. Yeah. And did they remove the penis like, and then let it heal before they construct the vagina? Or it's do constructed it, out of the penis. Out of the penis. So yeah. it's all one full swoop. Yeah. Oof. I, I just Weird. think, I mean, I'm glad people are getting what they want, but I just imagine that would be painful. I, I'm, I'm holding my penis because it's sounding like it hurts as we're discussing it. Where do the balls go? They throw them out. Those are taken off. Yeah, you don't keep your balls with your new vagina. Although that would be awesome. <laughs> 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 do you think there's anyone who's ever said, like, leave the balls with your new vagina? <laughs> I'm sure. There's just a, a desire for everything in someone out there, so right. So that someone, know. someone, someone's particular desire was leave the sack, give me a vagine. Now, if I'm correct, we don't have to keep this in, but is that what queer is then? Where it doesn't matter what the sexuality. I mean, doesn't queer matter. Queer is an umbrella term. Queer is okay. everybody fits under the queer umbrella. If you fit the LGBTQIA spectrum you can consider yourself queer. Anywhere on the spectrum, you're, you're Anywhere. Queer. So that's mm -hmm. a way for people to say, like, I don't even know exactly where I fall or what I like, mm -hmm. but I'm under the umbrella, I'm queer. I like queer because it doesn't leave everybody out and it's not a bunch of letters <laughs> that are frequently evolving, um, mm. which is fa fair and fine and good for the community, I think, but queer is just a catch-all and I like it. Right, so Joelle, I am actually interested in this. Do, mm -hmm. does the, because it does feel like it's evolving all the time. Does the gay community approve I know it's who, mm. who, what giant community approves of everything, but does the most part, do they approve of the umbrella term queer or do they prefer LGBTQ, uh, et cetera? A lot of people in my generation are very comfortable with the word queer. There are some older gays who are not comfortable with it because it was used as mostly a slur as they were coming right. up. Yeah, so slander, yeah. It doesn't feel good to them to reclaim it in the same way that some older black people don't like to reclaim the N-word because they don't feel comfortable with it. Uh, it just sort of depends. Uh, I'm not sure what the high Gen Zers, please tell me how you guys feel about it. I'm not sure how the babies feel. Um, they're on a whole new wave and category of 
the queer umbrella. They're they're just like gender. Why? Why are just, why do yeah, we it have just, it? We it don't just, want it. Just it. Seems, it's stupid. <laughs> I agree with that. The young people, young people in the world are like, you know what? Let's just throw out all gender. Period, and just say, you know, they, them, or mm-hmm. whatever it is. Whereas, uh, it seems like and. We you know, were so I, defined by it, like yeah, I mean, that's what I mean. Boy you know what I mean? and all these things, like we are. I, I, I very firmly in a cis female category uh, of being, but you know, it's been really revolutionary for me to watch a lot of my friends who formerly identified as female being like, you know, who who also didn't ever like growing up were like, I don't feel like well, I'm not definitely not a dude, but like I don't feel like a woman, and what is that? That's so weird, and there was so much confusion and stress around mm-hmm. like how am I supposed to reject this gender that doesn't exist? It's weird. Uh, and they felt weird about it. And so now for them to just be like, no, oh, I'm non-binary. Great. I was like, uh, it's really wonderful. <laughs> like watching these people blossom under a term that helps of them. Of course. It must, be, it must yeah. be so freeing. It's like totally disrupting the entire conversation about, about having to be one or the other. I must be mm-hmm. so freeing I'm, for people. I'm watching so many people bloom and blossom into like the very comfortable, like a very comfortable space of themselves. Which is really wonderful. So yeah. Now cis means what? Stereotypically, cis one gender. You're cis. This is the you gender were you were born as, with, and you, you identify as. as yeah. Right. I you learned that. On, Donald, you're, you're learning with. a lot. I learned because a lot of, the L word, right? Yeah, on the L word, I've learned a, a, a quite a few terms that uh, exist out there. Cis was one of them. Cis, sorry, cis was one of them. What is C? What does CIS stand for? Oh, I don't. I don't think that it stands I, for anything. I think it's, I think it's just I a prefix. Yeah. I just wonder what the origin of the word is. The prefix cis means on the same side as. So while people who are transgender move across genders, people who are cisgender remain on the same side of the gender they were initially identified at as birth. Okay, so I would be cis. Mm-hmm. You, would, you would be a cis man. If that's how you feel. Today I do. Hell yeah. Good change. Go. The guest is here, by the way. I know, I, this conversation is fascinating. I'm going to keep it 100 <laughs> with y'all. Like... Sure. Like, this is something that I wish everybody would have, would converse about so that they could totally understand and, you know, at least voice, voice some sort of, you know, uh, understanding because this is, this is the way it's moving, you know, and if you're not going to get on the train, you're going to get hit by it. Well, and also it's a matter of uh, respecting what people what makes people happy that has no reflection on you or no it doesn't harm none you. whatsoever it doesn't, it doesn't hurt you at all to to know what people would like to be called and it's so yes. freeing for people and it, yeah. it costs you nothing to give people your respect that's right oh i really didn't even know like i I've, I've heard the terms but i'm still getting educated and i have a lot of gay friends i'm just but i feel like it changes all the time and yeah, I feel like I'm... it's a quickly and constantly evolving community. And so yeah. I feel like I know a lot of people feel like a ton of shame when they're like, I, I don't know, or, or I'm too afraid. But like, don't be afraid, because for the most part, people under the umbrella are like very welcome. You, you can ask questions and they're just like, listen, it we're learning. You're learning. We know, I know. for a long I, I asked, time about ourselves. I asked a gay friend uh, one, of, one of these questions and he was like, I don't even know. He goes, that's changing every day. And mm-hmm. um, and and the young folks might have a different answer than I would have, uh, kind of like what you said, Joel. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, it's 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 evolving. It, it feels um, every day, right? Yeah, 
I think as long as you're trying to learn and being open and then respectful when people, you know, set that's boundaries the most important. That's you. the most yeah. important thing, you know, and, and it it's really easy to be respectful. It's the easiest thing yes, on the planet. Is. You know what I mean? One of the easiest things on the planet. Uh, yeah. What is it? It doesn't cost you anything. Even if you, you know, even if your instinct is to roll your eyes at something, it doesn't cost you anything to give someone, another fellow human respect. Amen. Amen. Should we have the caller in and take a break real quick? We took a break already. Let's yeah, just bring the We took a break. In. Don't we need another break? I need a break to pee. We'll be right okay. back. This cis man is going to go pee. I'll be right back. <laughs> Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Have you tried the new Target Circle? It's the same program you know and love, now with automatic deals. Did you know the all-new Target Circle is the free and easy way to get the most deals at Target? Now, when you shop in-store or online, Target Circle deals will be automatically applied at checkout. And try the new Target Circle 360. It's for the VIP Target shoppers. With unlimited same-day delivery, Target Circle 360 is the fastest way to get your order to your door or someone else's. Right now, sign up for Target Circle 360 for just $49 for your first year membership. That's $50 off the regular price. And when you pay with your Target Circle card, you can save an extra 5% your way every day. Visit Target.com slash Circle or the Target app for more details. Same day delivery is subject to terms. Applies to orders over $35. For 5% discount, restrictions apply. See program rules in store or at Target.com slash Circle card. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. We're back again. I'm going to hit a random key on the on the pad. I don't know what this one does. Let's see. Wu-Tang forever. forever. I knew it. This one Whoa. I haven't hit in a while. I don't know what it is. What you trying to get into one day soon? What you trying to do? That's such a hooky song. Anytime yeah, my wife's phone rings, guess what it is? That? Yeah. What? Huh. Yeah, that's oh, we forgot these are all ringtones. We haven't we haven't told people that the ringtones are out in a very long time. If you're a new listener, you can get oh, these wow. ringtones. The ringtone. They're on the iTunes store, right, Joel? Yeah. What you trying to get into a day or soon? What you trying to do? 
yeah. is my wife's ringtone. Yeah. That's so cute. That's right, how I know when we have somebody's to do our calling. interview at 2.30, so we got to get the caller Let's get it going. Get her in. Yeah, Washington it. Post. Yes. We can't be late for the Washington Post. Donald. I can't tell Hold if this on. is a troll name or not, but their name is Neva Wright. That's the right name. Give oh, it okay, up cool. for Neva Wright. <laughs> hi, Neva Wright. It's Neva, but hi. Oh, Let me say no, that again. Give it up for Neva Wright. <laughs> um, it's a funnier name if it's never right. <laughs> never. <laughs> it is funnier. <laughs> My stepdad likes to tease me and call me never right. Well, we won't we won't tease you here because we your stepdad's like, a dick for that, yeah, dude. Fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Only but, sometimes, <laughs> but I'm sure that's come up in your life. We're not very original with our humor, so I'm sure it's come up before. Well, it's my married name, so it's only been the past five years that oh, I've been never right. Well, um, what were you, what were you never program. before? I was I was never Vasquez. Never oh, Vasquez. Vasquez. Never, never writes better. No, I'm just yeah. joking. <laughs> uh, where are you calling from, uh, Neva Wright? N- it's Neva. Neva. <laughs> where are you calling from, Neva Wright? It's all right. I'll, I'll respond to anything. Hey, you. I'm, I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> you. I'm, coming, I'm from Grays Lake, Illinois, so it's about an hour north of Chicago. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I, went to, I went to the Harvard of the Midwest, uh, Evanston, Illinois, Northwestern University. I heard. I'm currently working at Northwestern Hospital, oh, uh, downtown cool. Chicago. So Nice. What well, do you do at the hospital? I'm a ICU nurse. Whoa. Do you want to tell them why you wrote in, Eva? Well, you were already Yeah, absolutely. So um, I've been a huge fan of the show since like I was in high school prior to being in the medical field. Um, I watched it like on, I, when I had my first apartment, I didn't have, there was no streaming services. I was young. There was no cable. So I watched it frontwards, backwards with commentary behind the scenes. Like when I was younger, I could tell you what line came from which season and like which episode. I'm old and my brain doesn't work anymore, so I don't know that anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But actually, in March, I lost my job. um, And I, with all this newfound freedom or time, I I was super devastated. But I watched Scrubs over again. And as I'm watching the show, like all these lessons that you guys learned through Dr. Cox and through the hospital really super resonated with me. You know, like losing patients, like that episode where Dr. Cox loses all three of the patients. Like I was literally crying because I've been in that situation where I've gone home and I'm like, you know, I always joke, especially like during the pandemic that I'd have a beer in my shower after every shift. Like it's my shower beer because I couldn't, (laughs) it was super hard to like get through this past year. And like the cherry on top was losing my job in March. Um, Mm -hmm. But you guys truly, truly, truly helped me moved past and like those lessons that you guys taught us and um it it really helped me to move forward wow thank you so much now why did you lose your job in march if if did something happen because there's such a need for nurses right (laughs) yeah i mean there was a mistake there i had made a mistake um it got brought up to uh, upper management and an investigation everything was had and it was determined that I was too much of a liability. It's like, oh, that's hard. It's really, really frustrating because I gave like it was my dream job. Like I worked there for eight years. I was an ICU nurse for four and a half the last year. Like, so March of last year. Sorry, I'm gonna start crying. Um, it's okay. We're here to listen. 
uh, March of last year, I actually moved out of my house and went to a hotel for 40 some. I lived in like six hotels for 40 something days um, wow. during the beginning of the pandemic because I have kids and my mother-in-law was here watching my kids while I was at work. And there was so much unknown um, about the virus that I didn't want to bring it home. I didn't want to be the reason that anyone in my household got sick. So I made that choice to leave. Um, I love what I do so much and with such a passion that I left. I went to a different sister hospital and worked um, with their really sickest patients. There's something called ECMO, where it's heart-lung bypass. I I, I know um, about that because our friend Nick that. was on ECMO. Um, and he, from um, Amanda's husband, Nick Cordero. Yeah, I think I saw that. Yeah, so I helped with the, that. Um, like, it was it was just super devastating because if you ask any one of my coworkers, I was like the person that you asked for for anything. I was on so many committees at the hospital, and one mistake after a year of such hardship, and they're like, "Nope, you're too much of a liability." Bye. Isn't there a isn't there a union? Did the union help you at all? Nurses don't have unions. There's oh, okay. um Oof. in California in California nurses have unions. Um, like there's a few, like the VA has a nurse, uh, a nurse union, but we don't have a nurse union. Wow. So. And are you able to, even though you got out of that hospital, are you, since you're so passionate about this and it's such a hard career, are you able to, were you able to find a job <clears throat> in another place? So I found a job with something that I was really passionate about and it would be, have to be in collaboration, like something called gift of hope. So when you, um, donate your, or when you're found brain dead, and you donate your organs, I would go in and make sure that those organs were viable to be used for that next patient. And um, I, so I'd have to go back into my old ICU. It would be in collaboration with, it wouldn't be working for, but apparently someone from my old ICU told my new job. And so they rescinded their offer. Oh my God. Um, and Ugh. so now I'm doing um, a travel nurse job. So I'm basically just kind of filling in where they need help. And so my first assignment was at Northwestern. So I live about an hour and a half away. So on my drive in and on my drive home, I listen to your guys's podcast oh. and it keeps me awake because I work night shift. Um, so I just came off of three in a row. Um, I work night shifts. So as I'm driving home, you guys are like cracking me up and keeping me awake on my drive home. Also, I'm so loud, aren't I? Yeah, Donald's so very loud. loud. Wait to hear the names he calls me on on the coming up episode. It's just horrible. <laughs> well, we we've learned not to call you a wimp, Donald Payson. So I will mix that. Yeah, don't call me a wimp. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, we can call you a motherfucker, but not a wimp. Yeah, don't call me a wimp. <laughs> I'm telling you this because your episode hasn't aired. But on last week's episode, he called me twat ears. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> It hurt my yeah, feelings. Yeah, it's. <laughs> 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 How did you even get that out without cracking up? <laughs> it's been really sticking with me. I'm, I find myself looking in the mirror at my ears and seeing if they look like vaginas. Um, good thing we have an ICU nurse here. She can tell me if my oh, ears boy. truly look like vaginas. I've seen um, them in all shapes and sizes. Um, I bet you have vaginas or ears, both. both. All, okay, <laughs> all of the above. Um, wait, now I want to help you. I, I I wish there was a way we could strategize with you. How, unless, I mean, unless you don't want to do it anymore, but it sounds like you do. Get back as an ICU nurse. Isn't there a way to do no, that? No, I mean a different... I'm I'm currently an ICU nurse at Northwestern. 
Okay, and you're doing night shift there. <laughs> yeah. So I, as as a travel nurse, you you tell them like your expertise and and you know, and then they just hire you for like an eight week contract. So like I, I, you know, like I'm so I'm there for eight weeks in the ICU, um, and then I can go. Sometimes they extend your contract at that same ICU. Well, you at, go least at least you're at least you're not at least I'm not Still just saying in the this. game. Or at least I well, that of course, but and I'm not just saying this because I love Northwestern, but it is a very, 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 very good hospital. So it, that's cool that you're at such a fancy place. But also, but imagine, you're still in the game and you didn't give up. That's the bet. That's the that's the that's the real deal. Holy of field course, right there. absolutely. And I bet you're not. I I assume you aspire to find a, a great hospital that's closer to your house. You don't have to drive that far, right? Right. I mean, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm kind of like in limbo, like not sure where I want to go next i'm in school right now also for my nurse practitioner so i have two years left until i'm i'm there so i'm i'm kind of like do i want to stick with this travel gig because the money is insane and i can pay for my my degree because then that's um, a yes yes (laughs) oh so yeah so oh so i didn't know that when you do the travel nurse thing because you're you're hopping from gig it's almost like being freelance the money's a lot better Oh yeah, I'm getting paid double what I was at my other hospital. Hey. Oh, hey, let's you, go. you buried the lead. That's nice, oh. <laughs> right? right. But, but like my my other hospital was paying for my degree, uh, like mm. my master's degree. So now I have to find a way to to pay for it. So it's kind of like my it's the just, job you, that I was. You're spending your own money now, whereas yeah. before you weren't. I, I get which that. is which is like the whole reason I started. I I was going to wait a little bit. To get my nurse practitioner, but now, you know, I was like, oh well, they're paying for it. Who knows how much longer they're going to be able to pay for it? Um, and so I was like, yeah, sure, let's do it. And then now I have to pay for it. At least I got a year worth of them paying for it, um, but I'm still paying off my undergrad, which um, sucks. But well, I just want to say, you, you, I, I can't think of I, I can't think of a more heroic job. I mean, to me, an ICU nurse. I've been around them both with my father and my sister, and of course Nick. And um, you know, I, I'm um, I'll plug Amanda's book here. Uh, Amanda's written a book that's coming out called "Live Your Life," which is her story, and I'm halfway through it, and it's beautifully written. And I mean, when you with the second you said you were an ICU nurse, I just thought of the book because you see in this how how beautifully she was treated by them and how lovingly and caring they were to her whilst simultaneously trying to keep however many people alive who were at death's door. And just the the compassion they showed for her um, and, and the love they shared for her. And, um, and they would set up a an, an, an iPad so that so that she could talk to to Nick every single day and uh, uh, you know little to big things and everything in between. So I have such a soft place in my heart for. I just find that job to be so taxing. You must have you must have days where you come home and uh, you can't believe what you just witnessed. And you just have to have your shower beer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it sounds looks like you're having your shower beer outside of the shower now. Is that is that you're sitting on the couch after the shower beer? <laughs> well, I this is my um, I woke up from my midday nap beer. Right. Do you have to go back tonight or no? No, uh, three of three is too is is enough. So I'm okay. off for two days and then I work for two more. Well, we are here to make you laugh and to cheer you up. Um, is there? Do you have any questions related to the the show? We can ask you. We can answer for you. I do. So my question, um, like I said, that there was a lot of lessons that resonated with me, and that I still like, kind of think about even as I'm doing my job now. 
are there any questions that Dr. Cox or, you know, the hospital taught you guys that you guys have? Oh, absolutely. Continue to, to remember throughout your, your yeah. day. Uh, you said questions, but I think you mean lessons, right? Yeah. I'm going to yeah, tell you I, something yeah, right lessons. now. Uh. I'm going to tell you something right now. I know that analgesic goes in your mouth <laughs> and not your ass <laughs> yeah. because that of this a show. Very important lesson to learn. Mm-hmm. Yes, I mean, it is. It could pretty much work the same um, because you have mucous membranes that will dissolve it and absorb mm, it. But yeah, but it's not as comfortable as swallowing it. It is yeah. not as comfortable for sure. But it's like a <laughs> sublingual uh, vitamin you might take. If you put it in your anus, it might eventually get into your system, right, It turns into a, a suppository at that point. Yeah, yeah there you I would go. just definitely recommend using lots of lube. Yeah, okay. okay. See? Write, write that down, Donald. <laughs> <laughs> lots if you have um, some problem swallowing pills, lube ooh. up your anus and stick them up there. Now, um, no, don't really do that. Um, now, uh, well, I, I have to say in rewatching the show, there's lots of – I can't – I don't know that one's coming to mind. But just like the audience who wasn't a part of the show, you, you – I, I feel like I learned life lessons and it's very heartwarming and reminds you – it reminds you of, of – of, the things that are priorities in your life and what you want to focus on friendship and love yeah, and love going after your dreams. I mean, that's the, the really common themes of the show. Uh, I, I think the, the, the most, the, the biggest concept of the whole show, a biggest theme is, is friendship and, and the strength of, of being in a community with, with people that love you. And I think about that all the time. Donald. Awesome. <laughs> no, I answered my question. I you're, answered the question. Already. No, I'm just saying that you're a part of my community and I love you. Oh, I love you too, bro. And so <laughs> are Joel and Dan. And your twat ears. Oh, my oh, goodness. Right. I, don't, no. I, don't this like I just want to grab them. I just want to grab them and no. fuck them. No, <laughs> no, no. too much. No, fuck my too... ears? Come yeah, on, man. We have a guest in the house, honey. I'm we're this close. Oh, don't Joelle take your headphones, headphones off. off. <laughs> Awesome. I just I just can't wait for the Neva, day when I'm somebody Neva, sorry to say this, but I can't wait for the day when you're walking down the street and somebody goes, Hey, twat is oh my <laughs> I can't that's wait for that day. To happen. Happen. That's, that's gonna that. happen. That's, that's gonna, gonna happen. be a bad reaction. Not I'm not gonna that. like that. So Please, weird. if you see me on the street, don't call me twat ears. Hey, look who it is, guys. It's twat ears <laughs> over there. And he keeps going, he's like, Hey, I wanna fuck your ears. I can't wait. Come here, let me fuck your ears. And his buddies are like, bro. Calm down. You're saying you want to fuck a man's ears? Give me those yeah. fucking little twatties. I want to fuck it's them. fucking twatties. Come on. Hey, it's not gay. It's twatties. They're like little vaginas. <laughs> I'm still cis. <laughs> I'm still a cis man. I'm still cis. I just like fucking dudes is. <laughs> Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.
Have you tried the new Target Circle? It's the same program you know and love, now with automatic deals. Did you know the all-new Target Circle is the free and easy way to get the most deals at Target? Now, when you shop in-store or online, Target Circle deals will be automatically applied at checkout. And try the new Target Circle 360. It's for the VIP Target shoppers with unlimited same-day delivery. Target Circle 360 is the fastest way to get your order to your door or someone else's. Right now, sign up for Target Circle 360 for just $49 for your first year of membership. That's $50 off the regular price. And when you pay with your Target Circle card, you can save an extra 5% your way every day. Visit Target.com slash Circle or the Target app for more details. Same day delivery is subject to terms. Applies to orders over $35. For 5% discount, restrictions apply. See program rules in store or at Target.com slash Circle card. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if... no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we're back. <laughs> um, do you have another question for us, Nima? <laughs> we need to come down from that. Yeah, we're back. We're back. We got you laughing. That's all I care about. Do you have another question for us? Um, I do. So if you guys weren't actors, what, what else would you guys be doing? <laughs> Donald, don't do the same joke. Um, what else would we be doing if we weren't actors, Donald? Donald would be a I'd basketball be an animator. coach. No, I'd oh, be an, an animator. animator. Donald would be an animator, full time. I'd be a stop motion animator, full time. Um, I would be a cinematographer, I think, because I love cameras, and I love. You probably want an answer that has nothing to do with entertainment. Right? I was going to say this is okay. like before. Let's, like, think about little Zach and Donald. All right, let's oh, pick something. Superman. Let's, Superman. No, bro, not, <laughs> not a Superman. That little. Oh, okay. Think of something. Let, now let's both answer if it's outside the entertainment industry. I can't. I grew up in theater, like everything. Okay, that I... but there, is there someone else's career that you go, oh, that's a cool job? You never, you never wanted to be like a firefighter or. Yeah, firefighter's no. cool, Donald. No, man. I don't, I don't, yeah. I'm scared to you burn. You could have a Dalmatian. I'm scared <laughs> to burn. I would be a firefighter. That's a cool job. Oh, a paramedic, actually. When I was a kid, I wanted to be a paramedic. 
I, uh, I, I, I have told this before, but I volunteered on our volunteer squad and then the paramedics would come down from the hospital and I just thought they were such badasses and so cool. And, um, I remember there was a time in, in, in high school where I, I, I was so, I was so clearly on a path to be in entertainment, but I did, I did daydream about the idea of, of being a paramedic. I always thought that was such a cool job coming to the rescue, like a superhero. Other, other than Superman and an animator. Those aren't the job. Those aren't. That's okay. You can't think of anything, and no other. Not no no nothing outside of being a superhero or no. But that's. I think that's why I am where I am today. There was nothing else. Like when I was five years old, the one thing that I wanted to do was be an actor, and I would tell everybody from that age on, I'm gonna be an actor when I grow up. And so it's really hard for me to think of another job that I would have done. Uh, what about a basketball, a high school basketball coach? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm just daydreaming. I'm brainstorming for you. Thank you. I appreciate that. But I'm I'm going to stick with what I said before. Okay. There's our answers for you. Uh, that's I also like um, architecture and design. I, I think that's something that always uh, intrigues me. I really like um, designing houses. That when you something. were out here in like the Evanston area, did you ever go on the architecture tour in Chicago? Like the boat tour? I didn't, but I saw people doing it. And uh that's a really cool thing to do because there's some amazing buildings in, in Chicago. Yeah, there totally is. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're not going to fix your life because we know what your issue is, but it sounds like you're on the correct path. You are really um, – you didn't get deterred. I'm, I'm sure it was hard and, and it was a struggle, but it sounds like you're right back on out there and you got right back on the horse and you are making even more money than you were. Yeah, that's that's what's important, right? And most importantly, you have a clear goal. You said you're going to become a nurse practitioner. It's so important, I think, in life to have a clear place where you're heading. That's why we always talk about the whiteboard because it it helps you to like at least know where you're heading and you give yourself a a, a a a target to aim at. You know, most important right. thing, uh, Neva, is to forgive yourself. You know what I mean? That's the most important thing. Um, we all make mistakes. Uh, we don't know what your mistake was, but we all make mistakes and, you know, it's, it's, it, it happens. And so it's very important that you forgive yourself. You know, yeah. you don't need to worry about everybody else. You just keep pushing forward and, you know, I'm sure eventually you'll find a way to correct said mistake, whether it be uh, through triumph or whether it be literal where you are back at the place where you began and also you know I mean? think of all the lives that you are saving as as you do this incredibly heroic job being an icu nurse i mean i think you guys should wear capes i think that should be mandatory um so just focus on all the good that you're doing and all the difference you're making in the world and we salute you if we were in person we would bow down to you but we'll just do it <laughs> Donald, do this. I, 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 I wouldn't bow down, but I'd give you a salute for sure. Donald, why can't you do a salute? I bow down to no one. You fucking. <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, for, before Superman I forget, no before, you, before I forget, do you like uh, kombucha by any chance? I do. I love kombucha. Well, thank goodness, because we, because you are a hero and because you are an amazing human being, we are sending you a case of GT's kombucha. That's awesome. Thank you. And you will love it. Donald and I always get very excited when we get a, a shipment, and you are about to get the mother load of amazing different flavors from the good people at GT's Kombucha. And Joelle will get all your info, and that will land at your door. And don't let any children or relatives try and steal them from you, because that's what happens in Donald's house. He puts them in the fridge, and all the kids take them. 
My kids yeah, drink my, my kombucha. My kids don't like uh, anything with bubbles in it, so I okay. Well, then you're okay. Oh, you then you're okay. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't know what um, I did right, but. All right. Well, that's it. We have to go do an interview with the Washington Post because we're that fancy. Donald, do you want to straighten awesome. your T-shirt? It's about the podcast, Nima. They, they somehow the Washington Post wants to interview us. Well, why I wouldn't wish, they? I wish I had a nicer oh. outfit on than this camo hoodie, but it is what it is, Donald. Five, six, seven, eight. Stories about a show we made about a bunch of doctors and nurses and a janitor who loved to hate. I said he's got stories that we all should know. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, it's simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. You can learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes... Nearly $10 million was all gone. It's just unbelievable. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.